the Fade the Noise podcast with Brad Evans and Nate Lundy. Place your bets. Brad the Big Noise Evans here, joined by the good son Nathaniel Lundy. This is the Fade the Noise podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook and filthy, disgusting, wretched. That was a number of covers last night in college basketball, uh, especially if you're on the plus side. If you were, you know, feed the underdogs, man, you got royally screwed. Uh, you know, Missouri State was up 15 against the Drake and never fade the Drake, right? They're still undefeated on the season, undefeated against the spread, coming back from that 15-point deficit at halftime to win by seven and scoring the minus four cover going away. Uh, Duke uh, on a missed free throw offensive rebound, ultimately covered against Georgia Tech. Uh, that one caused me to up Chuck. But uh, what gave me a lot of uh, euphoric feelings, Alabama racing away from Kentucky, a game that was tied with like a minute and change left to go, and Bama ends up winning that sucker by 11. Uh, it was just a stunning night for covers on the chalk. And you know what? I'm going to go back to the poison well tonight, Lundy. You know, you want to talk about dirty, filthy, disgusting. That was the first match between Utah State and UNLV. Remember we talked about with four minutes to go of the second half, those two teams were shooting a combined 29%. Well, there's only one direction to go here. And I think the Aggies are actually going to show their true colors in this one, which is they're the superior team on paper in pretty much every single category, especially defensively, against UNLV, who I highly doubt is going to shoot at the prolific three-point clip it displayed in the first matchup. So I'm going to lay the six and a half there with a little early bonus time selection, and hopefully the good time is going to keep rolling. I like the fact that you continue to go back to the well over and over <laughs> and over I and do. over again. Now, the uh, the fun part, of course, with the uh, setup tonight is whether or not do we go across state uh, and do we start to fade the Cougars? You know, fade Washington was a big thing ah. for a while, but Colorado uh, on a roll a bit as of late and big-time favorites against Washington State. I think the Buffs may slam the door on the Cougars tonight as well. Well, one thing you could watch, and this is a, a tactic that I often use in sports betting, uh, Colorado is one of the best second-half teams in college basketball in terms of covering the spread. So what I will ultimately do, I'm going to watch the first half, and I'm going to hope this game is nip and tuck, or maybe the Buffs even have a deficit. And then I'm going to break out the sledgehammer on the second half line and watch the buffs trample the cougs hopefully going away look if you want to get on that action uh maybe a little hump day hockey action and lundy's gonna have a couple of picks on the ice later on in this pod or the nfl you gotta do so right now at DraftKings sportsbook and listen up pigskin fans the moment you've been waiting for all season is right around the corner and DraftKings, the official daily fantasy partner of super bowl 55 is bringing back their golden ticket giveaway with up to 55 million dollars in prizes up for grabs. All you got to do to get your share of these huge prizes is enter DraftKings free Super Bowl prediction challenge. Once you submit your picks, you will get a free instant prize up to $25,000. And if you have the most predictions correct, you could win the top prize of $1 million dollars so here's what you got to do download the app now enter the free prediction challenge answer questions like who'll score last and boom 
Get ready to make it rain. Download the DraftKings app now and use that promo code FTN. Again, promo code FTN to enter the free $55 million Super Bowl prediction challenge. Everyone gets an instant prize up to $25,000 just for playing. So use promo code FTN right now and enter the free $55 million Super Bowl challenge only at DraftKings, the official daily fantasy partner of Super Bowl 55. Terms, conditions, and eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Again, on this hope day, let's get to the Fade 5. Number 5. All right, let's go ahead and tip things off. In the Big East, there's a couple of colossal matchups in that conference. And the first one that we're going to focus on here, Creighton going to Jersey to face off against the Seton Hall Yar Pirates. And I'm going to take the haul straight up on the money line, Lundy. Now, the overall line right now at DraftKings Sportsbook is at plus one and a half. And I know what you're thinking. The last time these two teams met in Omaha, January 6th, uh, Seton Hall got blitzed by Creighton. They lost that game 89-53. to The Jays splashed 13 threes in that contest in Providence. Uh, or excuse me, Seton Hall, was a woeful 0.78 points per possession scored uh, in that game. I don't you know, necessarily think it's going to be a similar story the second time around uh, between these two schools. Uh, you look at the long ball battle, and that's what's really critical in this game. Uh, that's what Seton Hall has got to win. Uh, you know, they shoot only 31.7% from beyond the arc in Big East play, uh, and they're giving up 38.3% in that category. And you know that Creighton loves to shoot those three balls, and they hit them usually consistently. But if Seton Hall can attack and draw whistles in the paint, over 21% of their points are scored at the charity stripe. They shoot close to 77% as a team, over 55% inside the arc. So it's all about Mamouk and Roden. If those guys can slash to the cup and really convert on those opportunities, flex on the glass overall, reduce some of the turnovers, I think they can spring the upset. The Hall's got to need it, man, uh, to build up their NCAA tournament resume. So fade or follow, the Pirates on the money line against the visiting Creighton Blue Jays. I always like when we've got a plus odds to be able to kick off a hump day Wednesday. So I'll roll with you on this one, even though I am a little bit concerned that Creighton might decide to uh, get a little hot from outside and cause some issues here for Seton Hall. But I'll roll with you because, hey, it's a hump day. Last night was weird as could be in college basketball. <laughs> TYG, baby. Trust your gut. Let's roll with the hall. Plunge those short swords, Pirates Yar. Number four. All right, let's go to the SEC. Let's talk a little Ole Miss going up against Arkansas. Battle that's going to take place in Fayetteville. And uh, the always exciting uh, Eric Musselman, a guy that uh, has caffeine just you know, coursing through his veins at all times. A lot of Diet Cokes in that man's system. And he's bouncy. Uh, and he's going to be overly energetic in this game. And I think his hogs are going to go wild as a result because that's what they do, especially in transition. As a team that really flies, they're number 21 in the nation in adjusted uh, tempo on the season. They have the length. They have the athleticism. They have the bounce around the basket with Moody Smith and the 7 three Cal transfer Vanover and Jalen Tate who is the Arkansas floor generals really turned up his offensive game the last couple of outings 39 points in his last two contests with 13 assists Ole Miss is a quality team on defense 
uh, but they are straight up rubbish on offense, scoring just 0.9169 points per possession, 29.3% from beyond the arc in SEC play, and they're dreadful at the free throw line. So even if this game is close, Arkansas can salt this thing away and score the cover on the four and a half in the end. Uh, on those freebies. So give me the Razorbacks. Oh, big suey. Minus four and a half against Kermit's Ole Miss Revs. Fade or follow? Line up the greeters at Bud Walton Arena, my friend. I'm ready for this one. Arkansas <laughs> does score the cover. You know, you were talking about uh, the tempo that they play. This is the number that stood out to me. Uh, Arkansas right now averaging 75.9 possessions per game. That's 14th in the country. Mississippi ranks 251st in the country. These tempos could not be more oil and water. And I think that, frankly, when you've got a team that wants to slow things down, you've got a team that wants to speed things up. I think right now Arkansas, with that up-tempo, is going to wind up winning that seesaw battle and force Ole Miss to try to keep up with them. Ole Miss 0-6 when they give up at least 65 points in a game that's going to happen here with the way Arkansas wants to go up and down the court. And this one, to me, is going to be an easy cover for the fighting Waltons. Run, hogs, run! Number three. All right, it's time for a monkeyknifefight.com Monkey Knife Fight player prop of the day, of course, presented by monkeyknifefight.com. Go there right now and use the promo code FTN. Again, promo code FTN. TN as a new user, you get a free $5 game on the house. It's a very simple contest, folks. It's just you against the house on your favorite player props. Whether in the NFL with the upcoming Super Bowl matchup between the Bucks and the Kansas City Chiefs or the NHL or the NBA, even college sports. It's just more or less over under on all of these statistics that you know and love. Go to monkeyknifefight.com and use that promo code FTN right now to, again, get a free $5 game on the house. And let's go to the association and work in our favorite player prop of the day, and that is Nikola Vucevic. Of the Orlando Magic, and I'm taking the over on 23 and a half points scored against the Sacramento Kings. Look, Vucevic, uh, this month has averaged 34 and a half minutes per game. Uh, the guy is a warrior. Uh, the guy is tough as nails, and he just stuffs the stat sheet, whether in points, rebounds, and occasionally two assists, uh, along with some blocks, some steals. I mean, he is a do-it-all superstar there in the post for this Magic team. Uh, over this month, he's also averaging 24.9 points per game, 21. Field goals attempted per game. He has been over this 23.5 points line in five of his last six. And the matchup, it can't get any better. It literally cannot get any better. Sacramento dead last in the NBA and adjusted defensive efficiency, giving up 1.163 points per possession. Dead last also in the NBA and three point percentage D. And Vucevic steps out, usually knocks down three to four of those per game. Uh, the Kings giving up 39.9% along the arc. And according to the FTN Daily DVP tool, this is the number one matchup for a scorer, uh, which Vucevic most certainly is. So fade or follow my over 23 and a half points for the big man in the middle of the magic. 
I will follow this one, but it comes out to me uh, for him to get up over this number. As you mentioned, he's done it five out of the last six. The thing for me is beyond the arc for him. If he yep. can do over the course of the last four games, he's averaging basically three, three pointers per game. Try saying that three times fast. <laughs> um, he has been getting it done from outside the arc. If he can get himself with three made threes over the course of this game, I think he can fill in the stat sheet from there with just your usual garden variety, two point field goals. But I want to see him do it from outside the arc because I think those extra Papa shots from outside are what are going to get him up over this number against Sacramento. So I will follow in this particular case because I think he can do it from outside. Crown thy man against the Kings and wager on Vucevic. Number two. All right, let's go back to the Big East and let's talk a little Marquette and Providence at Cooley's Friars laying un punto one point uh, against the visiting Eagles, and I like the home team here. Uh, I don't know if they're playing games inside the Dunkin' Donuts Center. I know they're playing some games there and one of the other on-campus arenas. doesn't matter. Uh, it doesn't really matter anyway because there's no fans in the stands, but I do like Providence here. The Friars are finally home where their heart is and hopefully where the cover is as well. They have been on the road four consecutive games. It's a team that typically carpet bombs from three, especially with David Duke on the season. Uh, they're netting 37.2% from beyond the arc and Marquette is dead last in the Big East and three-point percentage D giving up a whopping 40.4%. So that's a huge advantage there. Uh, turnovers and suspect D have really plagued both teams, to be honest. But the Friars also challenge shots and extended the perimeter. Uh, they're giving up just 30.7% along the arc uh, in Big East play, which is number one in that league. So if David Duke can regain his stroke, he's been brr, ice cold here these last three contests. Just six for his last 29 along the perimeter. Again, I think home uh, the creature comforts there, whether it's a Dunkin' Donuts Center or whatever else they're playing, I think will hopefully boost his bottom line in the end and score Providence the cover, what should be a nip and tuck battle that will come down to the final moments. But give me the Friars, keep it cool with Ed Cooley, minus one, fade or follow. This one is going to be all about keeping Marquette off the free throw line. How about we work on yeah. that? Yeah. Uh, because they have attempted the second most free throws in the conference. They uh, they can get it done at Slashers. the stripe in terms of yeah in terms of getting there. So the trick here for Providence is avoid those ticky tack fouls. None of that reach in stuff when they're trying to slash to the basket. None of those stupid fouls that your coach back in middle school would have just you know thrown his clipboard in the air and been frustrated at you when you were a kid. Yeah, none of that stuff <laughs> needs to take place for Providence. If they can do that, if they can keep Marquette off the line, then I think that they can take this one straight up on the money line. I would agree with you. Obviously, uh, you know, a seven-point victory back in uh, January, but this is all about keeping them off the stripe. Let's see if they can pull it off tonight. I'll follow, but I agree with you. I think this is going to be nip and tuck. No fouls, Providence. Yeah, keep the whistles occupied, refs, as well. I am pounding Providence. Number one. All right, let's go to the Big Ten, and let's talk about a battle between Penn State and the Ohio State. I'm going to lay the chalk here with the Buckeyes at minus 7.5. Uh, this is my favorite wager on the board tonight. And you're thinking to yourself, well, Brad, Boise State's playing tonight. Yeah, I get it. Uh, but they're playing CSU. Uh, yes, I will probably be in a drunken stupor about six tequilas in and fire off in a second-half line there. But that thing's getting steamed up as Boise State's lane three. But I really do like OSU here because they pound the paint with 
DJ Liddell with suing with Zeg Key, a team that is number one in the Big Ten in defensive rebounding percentage. And they also convert the lines. They draw a lot of whistles in their own right, converting at a 74.2% clip, again, in Big Ten action. They got a, a staunch D. Uh, they got sharpshooters, too, from outside that can really stretch defenses overall. Washington at 38.5%. Aaron's at 50.7%. And Towns at 40% uh, along the arc and the perimeter D. Ohio State, one of the best in the Big Ten, giving up just 29.2%. So, Miles Dredd, Myron Jones, and your cousin, Seth Lundy, they are going to have to really open up the skies and make it rain to stay competitive in this game. But given the shortcomings of the Nittany Lions defense, giving up 1.092 points per possession in Big Ten play, and the fact that C.J. Walker, the floor general from Ohio State, is back and he's knocked off the dust. Uh, He was out with a hand injury. Played his first game against Wisconsin last time out. Uh, played several minutes in that one, but should go, uh, you know, full go here, full steam ahead in his second contest. And that will be a huge uh, bump up for Ohio State overall. So, again, give me the Bucks minus seven and a half. Hate or follow? I hate this. I hate this game. Why'd you have to put this game on the field? Why? Because there's a Lundy on the court? Well, no, 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 no. I mean, let's let's be honest. Most of the members of my family do not belong on a basketball court, let alone <laughs> anything that involves uh, athletic prowess uh, in any stretch. Brad, I'm going to fade you on this one because I think Penn State keeps it a little closer than you think. Um, I think seven and a half is a little bit too much. I might like this one with an alt line, but for some reason, I just think Penn State manages to keep this thing close despite the fact that they have not been doing well against the spread uh, so far this season. Out of the 11 games, they've only managed to cover in five of those 11, but I just got a feeling that maybe Penn Penn State makes it six tonight. I think seven and a half is too big mm. against those Buckeyes. I know you want to break out the I know you want to sledgehammer. Yeah, I, I know do. you want to sledgehammer this one. This might be one, Brad, that I'm going to watch what's going on. Maybe by the time we get to a second half bet, maybe a live line playing with this one. But I think Penn State maybe keeps this a little bit close. All right. We'll see if it is indeed nice, tight, and snug. Uh, but we got uh, some hump day selections in the hockey universe, don't we, Amigo? Absolutely. It is a Wednesday hump day hockey quick two-game parlay for you. Why? Because there's only two games tonight, people. Have you looked at the schedule? Uh, two that we go with. By the way, interesting stat right now. Home chalk on the money line, 63% so far through the NHL season, and that's actually where I'm going with this one. Vancouver is hosting Ottawa later tonight. Nashville has Chicago. I'm going to go with both home teams, both of them favored, but if you parlay those two together, Brad, turns into a plus 156 on the money line. Chicago's goaltending continues to be suspect, and the Blackhawks over their last five games where they're playing the second of a back-to-back because these two just played last night. Chicago is one and four on the second game of a back-to-back. And when it comes to Ottawa and Vancouver, again, I think that Vancouver can get it done and uh, watch for a lot of goals potentially between the Canucks and the Sens tonight as Vancouver's gone over in seven of their eight games so far this season. There you go, hump day hockey. Look, I don't know Jack squad about the puck, but the one thing I do know is that fading the Blackhawks is quite profitable because so, <laughs> <laughs> they're terrible truth. they're terrible i i have gathered that much uh that i can confidently fire off a wager uh that you just suggested so there you go check out lundy on twitter at nate lundy follow me as well at noisy wavos drop us a rating and a review and check out ftn fantasy ftn daily ftnbets.com use that promo code evans e-v-a-n-s to score 10 percent off your subscription today and until next time as always feed or follow That is up to you. Feed the noise.